I'm afraid our porter accidentally put a crease in your driver's side right front fender. You turned it a little too tightly into the shop, so... Sorry about that. So you tell me about a mistake that one of your people made that has damaged my car, and you give me a recorded apology? No, I didn't. Yes, you did. I watched you. You told me what happened to my car, and then you pressed that red button. And some other voice came on and said, Sorry about that. Well, I guess that's technically true. Uh, but that's our process around here. When we blow it, the boss wants us to apologize. So we've got that recording. And as you can see, we got lots of red buttons around here. So I make a mistake, I admit it, and then I press the button. Before you know it, the customer gets their apology. Now we have it recorded because that way everyone hears the exact same apology. Pretty easy, really. You know that whole explanation I just gave you? That's a little bit long. Sorry about that. Oh, boy. Uh, let me ask you something. Have you ever noticed that when you have brought an error to someone's attention, their apology, well, sounds like it's been rehearsed? Or worse yet, they use their unfeeling, disconnected... Sorry about that. ...to move on without taking the time to recognize how they or their company has hurt someone. No accountability. Let me say that again. They have no accountability. I found that a lot of the time, the apology that they're offering is offered as an easy way to move past the complaint and to end the discomfort that they, the service provider, are feeling. Yeah, I get that everywhere. People just don't want to hear what you're saying or how you feel. They don't want to listen, and they certainly seem like they want to avoid addressing my feelings about the mistake. People just don't have much empathy. Just cast aside your fears and let's ignore the anger being expressed in words and tone. Here, let me show you. You said my car would be ready at 4 p.m. It's now 4.20 and I don't see my car anywhere. Yeah, we usually get backed up uh, pretty badly in the afternoons. Uh, it sounds like the, this is a regular occurrence. It also sounds like it's, well, the consultant expects his customer to understand that when things get busy, people get... Well, they get disappointed. It's like it's a part of the business's daily routine. And that, my friend, well, that's highly dysfunctional. You know, empathy is where we choose to put ourselves in our customer's shoes. Uh, empathy, well, that's where you connect with your customer's feelings and where you use those feelings to cure the difficulty and find a solution. You need to make a statement that makes it clear that you understand how the customer feels. You said my car would be ready at 4 p.m. It's now 4.20 and I don't see my car anywhere. Okay, so what do you think the customer's feeling right now? Well, I think he's pretty angry. Perhaps he's irked by our lateness and the fact that he had to ask what's up after waiting 20 minutes longer than he should. I also think he's a little concerned. Maybe he's a little bit afraid that he won't have his car back when he needs it. Well, I think you've got it. But uh, just to make sure, let's pretend that I'm the customer and you offer an apology that contains those two feelings, okay? Give it a shot. Sir, if I were you, I'd be irritated by the work being late and then not being informed until you had to mention it. I'm sorry for causing the upset and I want to assure you that you need not be concerned. You'll definitely have your vehicle back in good working condition this evening. Is it okay if you, if I check with my technician and get a corrected time estimate that I then in turn share with you? I like that. You apologized with empathy. You used the word irritated, which is really a synonym for the word mad, which is exactly what the customer was feeling. 
And I especially liked it that you covered the customer's concern or fear about having a working vehicle. You started with empathy and then used it in your apology, which made it really, really sincere. And when that happens, it's so much easier to hear and accept. Your empathy opened the door to having the customer agree about a solution. You addressed his feelings and then, best of all, asked his permission to solve the problem. Now, <laughs> in my book, that's the right way to apologize. My name's Corky Brabs, and I know from experience that oftentimes it is hard to say I'm sorry. And yet at the same time, it's those two words, I'm sorry, that's the start of solving so many issues and problems. And it's those two words said with empathy and sincerity that, uh, well, will cause customers to want to do business with you despite the difficulties. They know that you, frankly, are looking out for their best interest. Well, having said that, have a great day.